let's do that. Uh, do what you ask. Why begin the Enemy Slime podcast? Episode number two zero zero motherfuckers we did it i'm We're still alive i'm your usual host jared i'm joined today by mr trevor bulls 200 woo i have mr michael mahoney 200 down six left to go <laughs> i have mr doug wilson i have one de- declaration to make and that's rush kind of sucks a declaration I have one dick. Uh, I'm glad you only have one. I knew you only had one dick. Uh, I have the many dicked man, Mr. J. Joseph Jr. It's time to go. We got 200 episodes. Oh, he's practicing on his voices for this, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I also have the good sir, Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. I just want to say, guys, that you shouldn't despair. Metal Gear Survive is out. And we can all rest easy. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, did it get the reviews yet? Like I don't know, but the last time I looked, I, the user score was three point one. I thought Destructoid so, you know, did it. So far, so give it over you. People don't like it. it when when you linked it, I'm pretty sure Destructoid. Yeah, there's. Up, I don't think said. there's any. Uh, yeah, Destructoid is the only ones who have done like. I guess because it's online only, so I'm presuming no one could play it until it came out. So we're just gonna be waiting. Um, that makes sense. I I don't want to like detract from whatever we have planned from the podcast, but I do want to say really quick. That Metal Gear the Phantom Pain, as soon as Kojima was out of there, they, Konami made like all these fucking changes to the game to try and ensure people, players were always online and to try and force players to participate in like the big PvP events. Yeah. Um, so it's just like it's like a window view into what was going to happen with Survive. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing where like no nobody thought this was going to be good, right? Like, there's <laughs> right. there can't be there can't be anybody who is like sitting at home being like, oh boy. Here it Look, looks like looks like V is trying to like pump up the score for whatever reason. That's I, I, kind of weird, <laughs> but okay. I'm actually um, pretty surprised anyone on this podcast kept up with what's going on with Survive. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't think, I think Lucio you know how kept I up in the out? sense that he knows it came out. I don't know if anybody knows anything other. You know than how that. I found out it came out? How did you find out it came out? I just saw it out on Twitter. <laughs> That's what's it. It's a good reason. So, you know, that's keeping up, then I guess I have. Yeah, you're a real fanboy, Lucio. Right. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's me. I can't get enough of that Metal Gear survive. Jesus Christ, get your lips off Kojima's dick and come on back to the podcast. I mean, come on, guys, just give it a chance. It's so involved. good. Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe maybe it's really good. We don't even know. There's no reviews yet except for users, and I don't, I won't trust any of those, so... Uh, I mean, with positive scores of all. There's a lot of these that say, like, you have to have a very high Q to understand, uh, high IQ <laughs> to understand Metal Gear Survive. Uh, so, um, I don't know. There's some there's some stuff there. Uh, we have a very special uh, event tonight. I'm I'm sure that we'll have some time to, to talk sh- uh, games and stuff a little more, because I don't know how long this, uh, this will take. But uh, if you have been a longtime listener of the podcast, you will know that when we did our 100th episode, we... Uh, sat down, real, used our big brains to pen a, a Sonic the Hedgehog spec script. Really uh, engaged those haikus. We produced we two. We produced two of them, yeah. Uh, which actually, I feel, I feel like thematically came out somewhat similar, uh, a little bit. Um, like in what way? Well, we both we both reached out. We really em- we really embraced the core of Sonic Boom, which is that it's very grounded in reality, right? Like it's it's uh, not yeah, that's true. Yeah. it's it's yeah. not about like fantastic things happening to a super powered hedgehog. It's about a, a super powered hedgehog 
who <laughs> and, and like mundane life thing has yeah. to deal with like everyday life and the challenges that it brings. Uh, and yeah, so uh, Knuckles gets her period for tonight's uh, drama. We have something a little different. Uh, there is no Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know if he's mentioned. He might be mentioned somewhere. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, doesn't feel a little wrong, like not to have any Sonic the Hedgehog whatsoever in episode 200. Yeah, well, we can so, do some Sonic improv afterwards. Mike, Mike, okay. Michael and I spitballed a, a lot of ideas because we didn't want to just retread familiar ground. We wanted to do something different. And we had a number of ideas that I think are good, but also just wildly impractical for the three days that we took to prepare for this. Uh <laughs> So I think that we could do something really fun later on, maybe not even for like a special event, but just like in general to have. But for now, we have this, which is going to be semi-fun. Um, Might be I'm always semi-fun. down for semi-fun. Might be semi-fun. And so here's the interesting thing. Uh, we've written the script. Uh, Michael and I have decided beforehand who the characters are and what the plot will be. But the agreement that we came upon is he would write the second half and I would write the first half without either of us looking at the other uh, person's half. Um, So I don't know what's in part two, uh, where our climax is, and Michael does not know what is in part one, uh, where we are introduced to our characters and and whatnot. Uh, I think you're not going to be able to tell. I think that this is going to blend together so seamlessly. We'll, we'll (laughs) We'll do an intermission. Uh, uh, but I think that I, I think ultimately, even with that intermission, if I cut it out, you probably would have no idea uh, where exactly where one ends and, and the other begins. Um, we'll get to the end of the full script, and people will be like, "So when does the second half start?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be pretty good. I think you'll like it. Uh, nobody's seen any of this yet. The scripts are just sitting in front of uh, me on my machine here, and I think I'm just going to do exactly what we talked about and just send them out. Uh, one at a time, uh, so we nobody will look at the second half uh, except for Michael, who uh, will probably like I don't know maybe laugh at some things in this because he knows something we don't. Um, we'll see uh, how it goes. So I'll still be surprised. Don't worry. I I think that at some point I'm just going to forget that there are characters in here who uh, who I don't know about or, or recall. But I think we should assign roles. And Michael, you know who the characters are, so you can probably contribute to this um so let's do this how about i list out the characters to start and just kind of let you guys if if you gravitate towards something um you know maybe just speak out and say like i want to play i want to play that person and i can tell you if it's practical or impractical like i don't want someone to play two characters who are talking to each other often um well why not that'll make it more challenging i guess that's that's true too (laughs) so if you're feeling like you're really good at voices uh then then so be it um, I think let's let's go through this with no context. Does that sound okay? Uh, so I, I won't... think that's the only. Sure, this is like this is like the weirdest kind of theater introduction ever. So uh, I'm gonna need somebody who is uh, first of all I need somebody to be the uh, announcer. And Michael, you had kind of sounded like that was where you were hoping to contribute. I've been putting in some practice, so if nobody minds, but if someone else feels like they want to duel for announcer, we can do that too. All right. Uh, I mean, does anybody have an objection to Michael announcing for? And and reading basically like the descriptive text in the script. He's the narrator. I think you're the, yeah the narrator. That's exactly that's the word, not announcer. Narrator. <laughs> Jay, that uh, will be me. Jay, I'm so glad that you're here. <laughs> you can help <laughs> me with the pro. Um, yeah, I, I I like that even more. I like the idea of basically forcing Jay to read 
our scripts. <laughs> there's something there's something about that that's even more funny. Like I'm sure I'm sure even the formatting will be offensive to you, and uh, and that's satisfying. I know mine too. is bad formatting wise yeah mine's content not, is all gold mine's not gonna be great either so just prepare yourself for that uh so anyway that's uh, okay narrator is out of the way uh i'm gonna need somebody to play uh donald trump the 45th president of the united states <laughs> god i i i kind of want to do that could you do a donald trump impression i i mean i've i i i'll probably bomb it if someone is, be- it feels like they're better at Donald Trump. Go ahead. No, I, th- I think you should do it. Uh, he's okay. not, he's not there for long. I mean, I can't speak, okay. I can't All speak right. to the second half, but uh, it's not a, it's not a huge uh, piece. He does appear briefly in the second half as well. Okay. All right. Okay. Very good. He's the hero of the story. He's the hero of the story. <laughs> like real life. I'm also going to need uh, to to pair with that. I am going to need someone to play uh, Vice President Mike Pence. <laughs> I'll give Pence a shot. Okay, I, I think, don't think I've ever actually heard him say say anything. I think but he's, I'll, I'll I think give he's, it a shot. I think he's a very no one has very generic voice. I'm not. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. Mm. I won't give him that. I'll if give we, him something else. Uh, if we go in order of appearance, the next uh, player that I'm going to need is I'm going to need someone to play uh, Gex the Gecko. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any volunteers for that one? I've never even heard what Gex the Gecko sounds like. And then I think, Lucio. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Lucio is Gex the Gecko. Uh, I'll, vol- I'll volunteer for the next one unless somebody wants to fight me for it. Uh, I will uh, happily play uh, Rystar. Uh, you know does Rystar was... like have a voice? I don't know. <laughs> he does it. When this. I was writing the part... I felt like Jay or uh, Jared was the right one, so I, was I wrote thinking, it for you, really. I was thinking I was just going to use my Sonic voice for it. They're like, hello, everybody. I think, I think, you, should, I think you should 100% use your Sonic voice It's for me, Sonic, except now I, I'm Rystar. So <laughs> anyway, that's, that's my that's plan. That's the one. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's see. In order of appearance, uh, I'm going to need somebody to play... Well, first of all, Trevor... Uh, I, I can already tell you that I've I've got uh the 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 role of your dreams. Um I don't think you'll even know who this is, uh but uh if you're open to it, we'd like you to play the role of Bonk the caveman. Alright. Bonk. Uh, yeah, like I remember that. Bonk. Uh this is like super super nostalgic. I think everyone's been on a nostalgia trip this week. <laughs> we need to uh Jay needs a role, uh, because Donald Trump's gonna disappear pretty quickly. I may I suggest uh, Jay, take the role of Gabe Logan. Gabe Logan? Who the hell is that? Uh, Gabe he's, Logan. He's, we got him. Do you know who he is, Trevor? <laughs> no, but I love that name. Uh, Gabe Logan is the main character. Well, should I even say? Or should I just let oh, you... Oh, wait. I oh, I know who he is. Did, yeah, you, yeah. did you guys figure it out? <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. What do you think, Jay? I, I don't feel remember like... his voice at all, but I'll, 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 I'll do what I can. You did. You, did we even have voice acting the last time he was around? You did some. You did some. Yeah. Uh, you did some good work with like the grizzled military vet in your in your Sonic <laughs> script. So I'm okay. kind of thinking there's there's something there. Uh, okay, I'll take it on. Trevor will take Bonk. Um, let's see. I need somebody who is open to being. Uh, a witness, or basically just a stander by, like a bystander. It's a very brief appearance. Me, Doug. I think that would actually. I think this will be perfect for you. So yeah, let's make Doug the witness. I need to get my notepad open. I'm gonna forget all these people. I am. Yeah, you're. Because actually, because actually, Doug, I'm thinking that either actually, you I need to get some water. Uh, <laughs> my throat. 
<laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, next up, I need somebody who is willing to play, and this this might actually be appropriate for Doug as well. Uh, I need somebody who's willing to play the Noid. Oh, yeah. He can't play all <laughs> the, the parts, man. Well, but no, <laughs> he and both, both he and, so we're actually like core characters. In fact, Lucio, you're almost the main character in mine. Um, all right. Uh, whereas <laughs> the Noid is really just kind of like parts. Uh, the Noid does not appear all that I, often. I, I do think Doug would be a perfect Noid. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, if you're open to it, I think it would also be good to have you play uh, the Flemoid from Chex Quest. <laughs> All right. So I have, uh, I have one voice, and you're hearing it. So hopefully, there's suffice I know, for the. I know. Ex- I know that, and so that's why I'm so excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can I can take a second one too. Uh, if there's a Rystar's pretty consistent throughout most of this. Uh, let's see. I can take a bit part here and there as well. I think I think that's actually it for mine. Uh, I know that we have one more character who I assume speaks in Michael's, uh, and that would be Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, I I'd be happy to. Well, I think it, um, I can take that. I don't know if Carmen Sandiego and Rystar interact. Uh, if they do, maybe that's not appropriate. Uh, maybe uh, if we can find someone else who'd be willing to take that role. Who wants to be Carmen Sandiego? Where Me in the world is Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> I think obviously Michael should be Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, you could do it, Michael or Doug. I think Michael or Doug is probably fine. Let's go with Doug only because the announcer is in a lot of scenes with Carmen. Yeah, I think that the narrator is kind of uh, a, a big. So then my question goes to you, Michael. Is there somebody in yours who I've uh, neglected or forgotten? Well, let's see. We've got a couple of other ancillary characters. Does anybody want to play the Mind Wizard? <laughs> I'll play the Mind Wizard. <laughs> yeah, Lucio. Be the Mind Wizard. Lucio would right, be. A, I can already tell Lucio would be a good Mind Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we wrote really different things. <laughs> <laughs> and then, would somebody like to play Scientist One or Two? I can play oh, Scientist. Sounds... Uh, oh yeah, Trevor. Trevor. That sounds like a role for me. Okay, so Scientist One. That'll be Jared. Okay. And Scientist 2 will be Trevor. Let me write this down. So I'm Rystar and I'm Scientist 1. Rystar. Scientist 1's the gay one. Scientist 1. So I'm, Trevor... I'm Gex. Just, just a double check. I'm Gex and the Mind Wizard. You're Gex and the Mind <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> uh, Trevor, just to reiterate for you, you are Bonk, uh, the Flemoid from Chex Quest, and uh, Scientist 2? And yes. I'm one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so are we getting lines ahead of time, or what's going I'm, on? I'm going to send you guys... just reading it. It's like a, it's a read. It's a table read. It's, it's a called. Table. A table yeah, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to do it live, man. So All right, what? And sorry, what's the other guy's name? Bonk and Flex. Uh, no, the the, the Flemoid from Chex Quest. Uh, Flemoid. Just write Flemoid. That's all he's listed as in the. Okay. It'll be a very easy role, I promise. Okay. Um, oh, your formatting is way can, nicer can, than mine. Can you can you like email this to me like physically? <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, yeah. My Hotmail account, my old school Hotmail account. Yeah, hang on. Uh, that's the one that starts with a V, right? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Do you guys need to... Uh, oh, yeah, Doug has to request access for it, so I'll uh, do that real quick. Doug. All right. You can't miss out on the noise. Doug, you should have access to it now. Uh, okay. Jay, I am putting this together for you. 
right? The second. Jay, I'm just going to send you both of them and count on your honesty uh, to to not. I'm a I'm a professional. I know I know. Yeah, what, yeah. No, I, I'm not unseal the envelope. I'm not, I'm not worried about you. <laughs> uh, so let's see. I still got you in my history here too. Okay, so I'll give Jay just a second to pull this up. Um, they are on their way to you right now, sir. Was right, every cool. was everybody else able to get into uh, it? Just send an access request. Oh, okay. Let me uh, let me approve you too. And so I'm I'm looking at Jared's script right now, and I've just got to say, mine's gonna look like shit in comparison because I did it in Notepad plus plus. So just forgive me. <laughs> All no. the famous shit. Uh, I might have to download a program to open a PDF. Oh, I thought he said Notepad plus plus. Oh no no no! It, it's he saved. That's it what I wrote PDF, it in. But he yeah he uh yeah so it. I don't know what this is called. I don't know. I didn't know what to call this. Uh, I, it does not have a title. Um, so. <coughs> I, I don't know. I think that let's let's take just a second here and let everybody we'll, we'll let Jay get into it and uh, and and get it going here, and then um, get your bearings. Uh, who is Donald Trump? Jay is Donald Trump, and I'm Donald Trump. Who's Mike yep. Pence? Me. That's a, all right. Perfect. I think this is going to work out just great. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. I feel like oh there's. I feel like there's probably someone that I've forgotten. Uh, as I as I've uh, gone through this, so if that happens, I'll just jump in and grab it. So if I see someone who I don't remember, um, and and who did we? Doug, you're the witness. Don't forget that you're also the, I'm the witness. The witness. You'll know when it's time to be the witness. Oh, um, oh, that reminds me. One more role. I need a henchman. <laughs> I want to be the henchman. <laughs> I like that I idea. Just... I like Jay being a henchman. What was Jay's other big role? Gabe. That's right, Gabe, Gabe Logan. Yeah, this will be good. Um, he's I, no mind wizard. He's no mind wizard. I like that there's a mind wizard. <laughs> uh, there is decidedly not a mind wizard in mine. So, uh, we'll just have to see how that goes. Uh, it's all right. Did you, uh, did you get your bearings, Jay, or do you need a second? Uh, I'm good. I'm all set. Okay. Uh, does anyone have any questions about the process here? Trevor, the good news for you is you're going to be able to pretty much relax for a while. <laughs> All right, because I think it's I think it's at least a few pages before you show up. So, but make sure you guys follow along so that you don't miss your chance to jump in here. Um, so uh, I think Michael, whenever you're ready, uh, we're we're pretty much uh, ready to go. So, so in this version, I'll be reading the scene direction. Yes, uh, the only thing that doesn't get read, I think, is the characters' names uh, before their their dialogue. So yep. you, you'll read everything else, uh, any other direction that appears there, and uh, I'll let you choose your most uh, narratory voice. By the way, before we start this, uh, I want to just mention I really wanted to have Jason here uh, tonight, uh, but he was he was unavailable, unfortunately. So uh, a shout out to Jason <laughs> Brown, who would have been a wonderful Donald Trump. I already know. Yeah, Jason. Jason would have been without wonderful anything. Wonderful. He said he had anything better to do. Yeah, he he unfortunately had to Jason, go anywhere. Just short of short of the actual actors we've had on this podcast, Jason is like our best actor. <laughs> That's true, and we are missing. I I do wish Aubrey uh, could have been here to be Carmen San Diego, but I also know that uh, it'll be done justice anyway. So. It will, yeah. So, all right, uh, Michael, I think uh, at any point we can begin.
fade in. Interior, Oval Office. The camera pans across the desk of the remarkable 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. We see stacks of papers, each one containing better laws than the ones before them, all signed and ready to be sent out to whoever laws go to. We focus on the President himself, sitting back in his chair, taking one of his few personal moments to meditate and reflect on the busy day he has laid out before him. The door to the office swings wide open, and Vice President Mike Pence strides into the room. Ah, good morning, Vice President Mike Pence. And a wonderful morning to you, Mr. President. <laughs> I have spectacular news. I just got off the phone with the stock market. It told me that it was the highest it's ever been. It's all because of the in an intangible and unrecreatable action that you took as president. <laughs> That's tremendous news, Vice President Mike Pence. I can't wait to share this with my beautiful wife, and I've been prepared for dinner for the two of us tonight. We are truly in your debt, Mr. President. You are ushered in an unparalleled age of prosperity and freedom, the kind our forefathers could barely fathom as they died of polio and rinderpest. Uh, I could have done it without you, Mike, Vice President Mike Pence, my oldest and dearest friend. As Donald points at his treasured friend, a blue jay flies in through the office's open window and lands on his finger. Donald raises the bird to eye level as it sings a happy tune. Look, Vice President Mike Pence, a happy little bluebird is blessing us with his presence. It truly is a magical day in the White House. As Donald admires his new companion, the camera pans behind him, out the window where an ominous and dark rain cloud slowly begins to form. Well, I should be going. There's a lot to do. I love you, Donald. I love you too, Vice President Mike Pence. No sooner does the door click behind Mike Pence as Donald's phone begins to ring. The Blue Jay, startled by the ringing, flies away, and Donald answers the phone with a smile. Oval Office, Donald Trump speaking. Though we cannot hear the caller on the other end, we can tell that the news is grim. Donald's cheerful demeanor fades away as a look of grim sadness spreads across his face. I see. Completely gone, you say. No, no, I know exactly who's behind this. No, don't do anything just yet. I'll need to make a call. Interior. Dark room. The camera pans across a messy bedroom. We see empty containers of Chinese takeout scattered across the floor, as well as an excess of old TV guide issues. As we creep up the side of the bed, we see the sleeping body of Gex the Gecko. He tosses and turns in his sleep, as though he is having some sort of nightmare. Suddenly the phone by his bedside rings, and Gex shoots up wide-eyed. He fumbles for the phone, knocking over a half-full bottle of vodka on the nightstand. Ah, goddammit. Hello? Gex slides the phone into the crook of his shoulder and tears apart a box of tissues to soak up the vodka spurting across the floor. On the phone, we hear the voice of Gex's old friend, Rystar. Gex, what are you doing? <laughs> Sleepy, you jackass. What do you think? What? It's 2 p.m. Is it? Gex walks over to his window and throws the blinds open. He shields his face as the room fills with sunlight. Oh, so it is. The phone hangs in silence for a second. I just got off the phone with the president. Something big has happened. We need to get the team back together. Gex piles up the wet tissues and throws them into the nearest trash can. He picks up a pack of Newports <laughs> and taps them on his palm. You know that's not happening. He slides a cigarette out and lights it, taking a long drag. Look, 
I know you and Gabe had your differences. Differences? That's overly diplomatic, even for you. This is huge, Gex. Way bigger than this feud between the two of you. Gex takes another drag and stares out the window. Across from his apartment complex is a park. He watches a group of children play on the playground. The president, huh? National security? Face of the free world and shit? Not necessarily. Look, can we just talk in person? We don't have anything to talk about, Starman. Don't call this number again. Gex hangs up the phone and looks back out the window. An extra long piece of ash hangs precariously from his cigarette. He closes his eyes as if remembering a painful memory. The phone rings again, shocking him back to reality. He angrily spits the cigarette out out and answers. I told you, I'm not fucking... It's Carmen, Gex. She's back. Gex's eyes widen. He does not speak. This isn't about the fate of the world. There's little to no lives at stake. This is about us, Gex. About Bubsy. (laughs) Gex looks down, clearly pained at the mention of Bubsy. Are you sending a chopper? It's already on the way. Interior, Gex's closet. Gex pulls on a hook on the wall and a secret compartment opens beneath it. Inside is a hidden safe. Gex inputs a combination and opens the safe to reveal his remote control. He cradles the remote in his hand, gazing down at it sadly. Softly, he whispers to himself. It's tail time. <laughs> Exterior, Gex's apartment. Gex gazes up at the clear blue sky as a black Apache, Apache slowly descends to the ground. He slings a duffel over his shoulder at the ch- as the chopper lands and the door swings open revealing Rystar. He reaches a hand out to Gex and shouts over the loud hum of the rotor. Come on! Interior, Apache. Gex throws his bag to the rear of the cabin as he takes a seat in the chopper. He buckles himself in and looks across from him to see his companion Bonk the caveman and Gabe Logan. Rystar takes a seat next to Gex. Gabe Logan smirks as Gex finished getting seated. Hey there, Gex. Long time no see. Oh, Gabe Logan. I thought they made Gabe Newell. Mm, cute. You still playing pretend spy? I am retired, Gabe. Not all of us can be out fighting siphon filters every day. In fact, actually, thinking of it, nobody's fighting siphon filters anymore. Good to see you're still a cut. Bonk waves at Gex from his seat and smiles. Bonk, bonk, bonk. (laughs) Gex smiles and waves back. You are always my favorite, Bonk. Rystar pulls out a manila folder and passes pieces of paper out to each of the members on the chopper. Alright guys, let's cut the chatter and get down to brass tacks. Here's the situation. Gex gazes down at the photo. It depicts an empty foundation in the middle of a populated cityscape. It looks as if the skyscraper was literally ripped up from the ground. At 0600, there was what can best be described as an attack at 725 Fifth Avenue in New York. You may recognize the address as the former location of Trump Tower. I say former location, as you can see in the photo, the building itself has literally been removed from the address. Obviously, there's only one criminal we know bold enough to steal an entire building from the middle of a crowded city. (laughs) Bonk, bonk. That's right, bonk. We're clearly dealing with Carmen Sandiego here. Knowing our history with her, the president contacted me first. He knows that if anyone deserves a second crack at her, it's us.
Yeah, because that went so well last time. Rystar shoots Gabe a glare, but continues on. You guys know the drill. Carmen is cunning, but also can't resist leaving clues behind as to her whereabouts, often sharing her travel plans with complete strangers on the street before she actually commits the crime in question. Our obvious first move is to interview the witnesses available. I've had the NYPD detain a particularly interesting individual who I'm sure will give us a hint as to where to head next. I'm not anticipating any action at this stop, but keep a cool head. You never know what goons Carmen has in her employ. Exterior, Fifth Avenue. The chopper kicks up a cloud of dust as it touches down and the team exits. Rystar points to the empty foundation across the street. Gabe, Bonk, you two lock down the perimeter. Gex and I will question our witness. Sure thing. Bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> Gabe and Bonk run off as Gex and Rystar approach the detained witness. He sits on a sidewalk. A police officer nods to Gex and backs up as he approaches. You're the one who saw everything? The witness looks up. He's a young man with a backwards baseball cap and a pair of rollerblades on. Yeah, I was just over there buying a big floppy piece of pizza. I want to know this hot chick from me in Red Fresh Coat. I shocked her a little bit and she tried to buy her a slice. Next thing I know, she's up in the sky on the helicopter lifting Trump Tower clean out of the ground. It was like some stray out horror movie. <laughs> You spoke to her? Yeah, I told her she looked real good in a floppy broom hat. She looked good in the thing like a real New York style pizza, which has a New York I love. Hey, we done here? I got his pirate game better, and I need to get home and play it. We are almost done here. Tell us more about your conversation with her. Did she say anything that sticks out in your memory, possibly relating to where she was heading next? Nothing really comes to mind, bro. The witness puts his finger to his chin and bows his head in thought. Rystar and Gex exchange frustrated glances with each other. Oh, you know, there was this one thing. She mentioned that she was a big art fan, like a faggot. And she couldn't wait to see <laughs> Muja Divinidiosa in poison. That's it. That's exactly what we need to know. Thanks for your patience. Gex and Rystar turn as Gabe and Bonk approach. What do we find out? We're looking for the... I don't even know how to say it. Mujer Desvientos de Torze. The Fernando Batero place. Bonk, what museum is that in? Bonk, Bonk, Batero. <laughs> of course. You're a genius, Bonk. Gear up, team. We're heading for Colombia. We see the team board the Apache once more. We take to the world map as a red line representing them sails across the world to the exotic and dangerous city of Bogota. We see a montage of the team canvassing the streets, asking civilians whether or not they've encountered Carmen Sandiego. After some time, we finally settle on the team as they walk through an abandoned favela. Okay, this is getting ridiculous. We've been searching for hours and nobody has seen Carmen. Maybe we got this one wrong. Bonk? Bonk, bonk, bonk. Bonk's right, you guys. We can't give up so easily. Let's get through this favela, and we'll surely find someone who knows something. Come on, man. My feet are tired. Why don't we at least just sit down for a little bit? Come on, Gabe. I thought you were the real super spy. Yeah, guess what? Being a super spy doesn't entail wandering around in an abandoned ghetto, asking anyone you see if they've seen an international super criminal. I just feel like some Fisher wouldn't be tired by now. Yeah? 
Well, the thing about that is Sam Fisher would never let his friend get killed and wind up in this situation to begin with. Gek stops and shoves Gabe up against the wall of one of the buildings. What the fuck does that mean? Gabe sputters angrily as Gex presses his forearm into his throat. You know exactly what it fucking means. Guys, stop! Gex shoves Gabe to the ground and steps back. Gabe pushes himself up on all fours and spits on the dirt. It means I wish he was there instead of you. Gex clenches his fist and grits his teeth. Only if it were you who died, and we wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't be here at all. Because nobody gives enough of a fuck about you to avenge you in the first place. You got a lot of fucking nerve. Yeah? Well, one of us has to, to have a shred of bravery. Gex kicks Gabe in the face. Gabe flips over onto his back and Gex climbs on top of him, winding up for a follow-up punch. Gabe unholsters his pistol and presses its tip into Gex's chin. Go ahead. Give me a reason, you cold-blooded piece of shit. Guys, I'm not kidding. Stop it now. Bonk. Not you too, Bonk. It's nobody's fault what happened to Bubsy, and you guys need to get past this shit. Gabe and Gex don't move. They continue to lock eyes, frozen in place. Alright, that's enough of this shit. Rystar starts to walk towards the two when a gunshot rings out. The group look around frantically for the source. Bonk clutches his side, blood gushing between his fingers. Bonk, Bonk. <laughs> Gex leaps off of Gabe and runs to Bonk's side as he falls to the ground. Bonk! No! Gabe rolls into a tactical crouch and aims his gun at the nearby alley. From the shadows, two figures begin to emerge. One of them holds a smoking gun in his hand. The figure comes into view when we see the Noid. Well, well, well. Look at this sorry group. <laughs> Noid, what are you doing here? Heard you boys were snooping around where you shouldn't be. Thought we'd come have a look. The other figure comes into view behind the Noid. It's a Flemoid, the green alien from Check's Quest. Ball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm sorry. Sorry, I made the mistake of drinking. Right. <laughs> All right. Continue, Noid. So sorry. I'm sorry, how rude of me. Have you boys ever met an honest-to-god phlegmoid? Not another step, you two. Oh, Gabe. You really think I'm worried about the aim of a washed-up drunk like you? The Noid moves at an incredibly high speed, charging Gabe. Gabe fires a single shot that flies wild before the Noid slaps the gun out of his hand. You think in all my years of stealing, of stealing pizzas nobody ever pulled a gun on me? To the side, Bonk shudders as Gex holds him in his arms. He reaches up and touches Gex on the cheek. Bonk, Bonk. You're gonna be okay, man. D don't look at it, just hang on. Gex turns his head to the Noid. It's what do simple. you want, Noid? Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, Noid. What do you want? I was excited. Please excuse me, that was improper. <laughs> just tell me what you want, Noid. It's simple. I want you boys to get back in your fancy helicopter, fly back to the States, and let your dear number 45 know that his building is ours now, and maybe pick me up a pizza. <laughs> ours? So you're working with Carmen now? La, 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 la. Gotta pay the bills somehow, right? You'd 
be amazed how little work there is for a product placement mascot these days. I don't want to end up like Cool Spot. The Noid tosses Gabe's gun to the Flemoid, who absorbs it into his body. He then turns his own gun back on Gabe. So how about it? Hit the road and we'll forget this ever happened. You know we're not doing that. All right. Die then! Gabe kicks at the Noid's arm. The gun fires into the wall behind Gabe and then skids across the ground, sliding under a dumpster. Rystar charges at the Flemoid and grabs at the gun floating inside his translucent body. As the two grapple, Gabe rushes up behind the Flemoid and thrusts his fist into its body. His fingers are just brushing the tip of the gun when suddenly the Noid appears, whispering directly into his ear. You thought I needed a gun to deal with you? <laughs> the Noid flips a butterfly knife into the open position and jabs it into Gabe's side. Gabe yelps in pain and falls backwards. Flemoid finally overpowers Rystar, throwing him into the wall behind him. He turns to the Noid as if he's looking for direction on what to do next, when suddenly he's struck by a trash can lid. We pan to see Gex is the thrower. Watch me use my tail to kick your butt. Gex charges at the Flemoid, tackling him in the midsection and completely hemisecting the alien. The Flemoid falls to the ground in two pieces and begins crawling back towards the dark alley. I'll be honest, Gex. I heard your guys' conversation, and I'm pretty much with Gabe on this one. The Noid slashes twice at Gex, who narrowly dodges the blade. I mean, I wasn't there, but by all accounts, you kind of dropped the ball. Fuck you. The Noid fakes a slash, and instead throws the knife. It digs into Gex's cheek, and he falls to his knees, clutching his bleeding face. The Noid approaches, and viciously rips the knife from Gex's face. The, bleed blood, the blade leaves a smattering of blood across the dirt road. Bubsy was a good guy. I'm sure he'll forgive you in the next life. The Noid draws back the knife for a final blow when suddenly two hands cover his face. It's Rystar! The Noid screams as Rystar brutally jams his fingers into his eyes. He swings the knife blindly behind him, but Rystar has used his stretchy arms to stay well out of the way of the blade. The Noid screams as blood begins to rush from his eyes. Rystar inserts a second finger into each socket, pinching the gooey eyeballs inside. Finally, with a barbaric roar, Rystar tears both of the Noid's <laughs> eyes from his head. The Noid collapses to the ground, clutching his face. I'm blind! You fucking blinded me! The Noid stands and stumbles around the street, loudly knocking over a trash can as he swats at the air. I won't forget this, Rystar. You may think you're, you've won, wrong spelled one. wrong, <laughs> but I will overcome this adversity. In fact, the next time we meet, I will have trained so hard that you may not even remember that you tore my eyes right out of my socket. <laughs> With that, the Noid disappears into the shadowy alley. Rystar rushes to check on his fallen friends. Are you guys okay? It's just a scratch. Bonk. Gabe pushes himself up onto his knees and clutches his side. <sighs> yeah, I'm fine. Rystar falls to the ground with a sigh. We have to get to a hospital, but I... I just need a minute. Rystar stares up at the sky. We really fucked this one up, guys. Gabe coughs into his hand and wipes <laughs> on Oz's pants. I don't know if I'd say that. No, we're all just a little morally wounded. No big deal. We need to go home. Tell Mr. Trump that we failed him. Bonk, bonk. You're just going to give up that easily. Even if we didn't need the recovery time, we have no idea where Carmen is going next. Yeah, 
What makes you so sure about that? Gabe reaches into his pocket and pulls out a mobile phone. What is... Pulled it out of the phlemoid. I'll bet you when he when, when he locked this baby, it'll have all the details of where they're headed next. Hey, that is pretty good. Bonk. Rystar thinks for a moment. Well, alright then. Unlock that thing and tell me where we're headed next. End of part one. What a thriller. Were you thrilled? I am so thrilled. I'm at the edge of my seat. uh, Dragon Ball Z at the end there. Yeah. (laughs) 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 All right. That's not an unfair criticism. Um, here's, uh, <laughs> here's the second script, so I'll just give everybody a second to pull that up, and, uh, I can approve any requests that we need to. So just a heads up, this flows perfectly into the part two. <laughs> I had a feeling, uh, I, 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 I had a feeling that it would all work out, uh, just perfectly, so, um, I've done my best not to read, I'm, I'm, I'm prepared for what comes next. Yeah, I'm actually just flying along as it unfolds <laughs> as you should along for the ride i don't want to i don't want to like be premature here but if we don't submit trevor's performance as bonk to the academy <laughs> top notch man top notch it's a miss it's a missed opportunity i thought his uh phlegmoid was was better he was a good phlegmoid <laughs> i mean inspired we'll see if scientists too can live up to the expectations but uh they're high for sure Okay, we all ready to go? Yep, let's do it. Yep. Yep. All right. When we last left our heroes, they had just completed a series of bland, unimaginative scenes, (laughs) many of which were likely lifted from another commercial property. Curious that for an event that happens only once every hundred episodes, we would do a thinly veiled parody instead of writing original material. But fear not, loyal listener, for things are about to take a turn for the interesting. Will the second best squad find the president's tower? Will they finally catch Carmen Sandiego? What did Bonk find in the alien ruins beneath Pumapunku? Find out in part two of Death in the Temple of the Sun, part two. When we last left our heroes, they were trapped in the centrifugal dungeon of Carmen Sandiego's death surgical. How will they escape? Damn, I can't move my arms and legs due to the centrifugal force holding us in place. That's right, Rystar. It's like the Gar- Gravitron ride on a theme park, only used for nefarious purposes. Bonk. It's true. <laughs> if only Gex were here. Hold on, I've got an idea. The Gravitron works because it creates a centrifugal force, which pushes us against the walls of the dungeon. Bonk. Bonk, bonk. I know, bonk, but this new in- this is new information to some of us. Please, Gabe, continue. Basically, it works by creating it works by creating a force against our bodies greater than gravity. But if one of us could exert a greater counterforce, the effects of the dungeon would be negated. That's great, Gabe, but how are we going to do that? Bonk. Bonk, ba bonk. Bonk, 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 a bonk. You're right, bonk. I forgot. I'm a star. 
Using the immense gravitational forces of a living sun, Rystar counters gravity, freeing himself from Carmen Sandiego's fiendish device. Once liberated, he disables the contraption, rescuing his friends. Great work, everyone. Now let's get back to the President's Tower. Guys, there you are. I've been looking everywhere. Gex, it's good to see you safe and sound. Yes, nothing objectionable about that remark. Come on, you guys. we still got a mission to complete. Meanwhile, elsewhere in the labyrinthine lair of the Death Dirigible, Carmen Sandiego with her loyal servants, the Domino's Pizzanoid, and the Flemoids from Chex Quest plot their next diabolical move. Gentlemen, are we set to move forward? Annoyed, have our demands been delivered to the White House? Yes. One billion dollars in the prisoner released. I assured them that we are most serious. Very good. And is the dirigible prepared for the next phase of our plan? Flemoids from Chex Quest? Excellent. Then we leave at once for the lost cities of Antarctica. What diabolical plans does Carmen Sandiego have in store? Will the squad unravel them in time? Find out in part two of Blood on the Ulti- Altar of Ultima Thule, part two. We rejoin our heroes as they attempt to navigate through the booby-trap-laden belly of the death dirigible. Come in, come in. Can anybody hear me? What are you doing, Gex? I'm trying to get in touch with Interpol, but this plane must have some sort of interference device. Bonk, bonk. Exactly. That means we're on our own. I think we'd better split up. There's too much ground to cover by ourselves. Bonk, you're with me. No way, man. As we established in part one, Logan and I don't trust each other. He's right, Rystar. He'll only slow me down. I'm a trained field agent. I can handle this on my own. And as an even better trained field agent, Logan will only get in my way. He's old and probably needs to make multiple bathroom stops and constantly be looking for his car keys, even though they were in his pocket the whole time. I went before we left for the mission. Guys, stop. We need to cooperate if we're going to get back to the president's tower. If I've learned nothing else in my adventures, it's that cooperation and teamwork are the keys to success. Co-op, you guys! Fine, but I still don't like it. Come on, Logan, I am in the lead. I hope those two will be okay together. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Bonk, bonk, just fuck already, bonk. (laughs) You said it, buddy. Come on, let's go this way. Down to just two men, Rystar and Bonk tread deeper into the belly of the blimp. This place is huge, and why are there so many pianos? Bonk. It's true, my friend. Her vanity knows no bounds. But still, I feel like we've been wandering through the same vaulted cathedral for hours. How could this all be in one blimp? Bonk ba-bonk. Yeah, it feels like <laughs> some sort of illusory <laughs> magic, where no matter how far we go, we're always back where we started. Bonk, bonk, bonk. A mind wizard. <laughs> Oh, I see. We can we we'll say it together, guys. <laughs> together. Oh. I, I, you get that? I get it. Yeah. Ready? Here we go. A mind Bonk. wizard. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, you finally seen through the illusion. My, I thought you were under here forever. What do you want from us, mind wizard? Are you one of Carmen San Diego's lackeys? Foolish boy, how little you understand. I've been a part of this bleem long before she even took possession of it. You mean she didn't build this thing? Oh, no, not at all. She stole it. As I understand, she is one to do. Where does someone steal a behemoth like this? Why, only from the most advanced civilization of all. <gasps> Ancient aliens? Ancient aliens indeed. The same that created me, created the death dirigible, as well as one more terrible piece of the puzzle. A piece that Carmen San Diego is returning to the lost civilizations of the ancients to recover. Mind Wizard, please, we need to stop Carmen San Diego. Whatever she's up to, she can't be allowed to succeed. Dear night boy, I am afraid that you're simply out of luck, for you see. Oh God! In the blink of an eye, Bonk leaps into action. Wow, Bonk is really working him over. Christ in heaven, he's killing me! <laughs> Man, Bonk is beating on his groin. A lot. He's using his fists, rocks, pieces of nearby furniture, anything he can get his hands on. And now he's taking the wizard's floppy hat and is shoving it up. Oh, wow. Oh, I feel this. <laughs> I think it's broken. Good God, Father Jesus, figure up and help me. Oh, Lord, he's coming back for more. That's incredible. I didn't think you could twist a head around that many times without tearing it off. I can hear the vertebrae snapping from here. It sounds like someone's stepping on a wet burlap sack full of broken glass. <laughs> my voice is falling in all my voice individual. Oh, me, merciful Jehovah, can you hear my cries? The mind wizard is really frothing at the mouth. I think he swallowed his own tongue and now he's choking on it. <laughs> The incredible strength Bonk must have to pull teeth right out of someone's jaw using only his bare fingers. Amazing! If he wasn't going to suffocate on his own tongue, the torrent of blood gushing from his shredded gums will surely finish him off. After numerous more minutes of protracted horror, Bonk completes his task. Nice work, Bonk. You really took care of that wizard. Not to mention methodically mutilated his corpse, too. Bonk bonk. Bonk bonk. Bonk ancient aliens. Ba bonk. <laughs> I'm concerned about the wizard's cryptic message, too. What else could Carmen San Diego be looking to steal from the ancient aliens? If it's anything like this blimp, we could be in a lot of trouble. Bonk. I agree. Let's keep looking. I wonder what kind of progress Gabe and Gex are making. Meanwhile, Gabe and Gex find themselves in a lab of Carmen San Diego's team of evil scientists. Excuse me, you and the lizard man, what are you doing here? Gex! You shot him in the face! End of the dick! First rule of Skypunky, leave no survivors. Alright, all of your poindexters line up in a single file in a row. I want to execute all of you as efficiently as possible. So please, gather in an orderly manner. No, Gex, that's not how it goes. These are non-combatants, they need to be debriefed so we can find out what they know. There's special protocol for how they need to be treated. Yeah, that's boring. We should just use them so they can use their cosines and test tubes for evil. No way. We're doing this by the book. Watch and learn. Hey, you. What's your name? Oh, me? I, uh, Nick. Hey, Nick. That's great. And tell me, what do you do here? Well, I head a research. Research? That's fascinating. So, uh, what are you researching? 
I probably shouldn't say. Who are you again? Okay, yes. Now you can shoot him. That's what you get for resisting interrogation, Nick. Wow, Logan. You really know about a lot about interrogating people. Yeah, well, that's why I'm the secret agent, and you're just an unlikable, shitty wizard, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the helm of the Death Dirigible, Carmen Sandiego makes preparations for landing in Antarctica. Good. Prepare the landing crew. I want the objective secure within the hour. Time is of the essence. Annoyed as the White House responded to our demands. They have agreed to pay the money, but they are stalling on the reefs of General Marino. Remind them that both terms are non-negotiable. Turn over the money and the general, otherwise we move forward with our plan. Yes, madame. What's that, Flemoids from Check's Quest? Escaped? Annoyed? Cancel that order. I want you to see this personally. Yes, madame, it will be my pleasure. What devious fate awaits our heroes? What is Carmen Sandiego's diabolical plan? Stay tuned for part two of The Ghost Man Always Kills Twice. Part two. Further in the depth of the death dirigible, Gabe and Gex find themselves lost in the underground crypts. I don't get it. This has to be the third set of tombs we've been in. Where are all these dead monks coming from? And why are they in a blimp? I don't know, but it really makes you think. About death? Yes, I know. And how, you know, one of us might already face death once already in this episode. Uh, of our lives. Episode of our lives. And how quickly, you know, it could all be over. Look, Gex. Maybe I was a little hard on you. I know that you're a shitty agent, and that you were too much of a sissy to torture intel out of those scientists, and that you walk kind of gay. But in the end, maybe I'm wrong. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Bonk, where did you come from? Bonk, ba, bonk. Ba, 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 bonk, bonk, bonk. You got separated from Rystar and the Hedgemaids. That's bad. We gotta find them. All the while, Rystar has stumbled into the manufacturing plant. Bonk! Are you there, buddy? Where did you go? What was that? Is someone there? Bonk? Is that you? Not quite. Lenoid! Eddie's got a knife! Again! <laughs> <laughs> a very large one at that. And I know I'm blind, but I can still use it. <laughs> I saw what you did to the blind wizard. I'll take no chances. You... you can't kill me, Lenoid! But my friends are still out there. Oh, no, you can kill me. You can. You, you can. Okay, all right, wait. You are able to kill me. <laughs> you. You can kill me, the Noid, but my friends are still out there. They'll stop you. Oh, precious Rystar. I have no intention of killing you. Not you. Gently, the Noid cups his hand on Rystar's cheek. What sort of dark desires will he unleash upon our hero? Yep. Stay still. This is happening. Mm. Next time you'll know to avoid the noid. <laughs> what depravity. It defies description, gentle listener. Let us skip away. 
90 agonizing minutes <laughs> later to when Rystar is discovered by his friends. Rystar, there you are, buddy. How are you doing? I, uh, I'd rather not say. We just went through the museum. Boy, they sure have some neat stuff in there. Bonk, bonk, bonkity bonk. That's right, we learned about static electricity. More importantly than that, Bok brought us up to speed on where Carmen San Diego was taking us. Combine that with the info I got from interrogating those scientists with a red-hot frying pan and a Coke bottle, and I think I know what her plan is. We found a way to the bridge. We gotta stop her. Rystar, buddy. Uh, oh, okay, let's go. Will the heroes save the day? Can Rystar overcome his traumatic encounter? Find out now in the thrilling finale of More Skeletons Means More Danger, Part 2. We find ourselves on the bridge of the Death Dirigible, where Carmen Sandiego speaks directly to the President. Hey, this is the President. What's going on? Mr. President, this is Carmen Sandiego. This is your last chance. Hand over the money in General Moreno or you leave us no choice. Listen, Carmen, honey, I got no room to negotiate with terrorists. Not Mexican ones, at least not during an election year. I'll give you the money, just give me back my tower. No deal, Mr. President. I'm afraid you leave me no choice. Wait, Mr. President. At that moment, the second best squad storms the bridge. Mr. President, this is Rystar. Don't give in to her demands. Who? The second best squad. You've meddled enough, Flimoids from Chex Quest, get them! A thrilling battle ensues, with punches and kicks? What a spectacle! Oh, 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 oh. Actually, they don't seem to be a real threat. They're just kind of like standing in warm tapioca. Yeah, we can probably just ignore them. Very well, then I'll call upon my right-hand man. Bring in the Noid. I'm sorry, ma'am, the Noid was found dead in his quarters 30 minutes ago. Looks like he accidentally died from autoerotic asphyxiation. Jesus! I'd heard rumors, but... Very well. Then I will just have to shoot you myself. <laughs> Dex! You've been shot! Gabe. Gabe. Oh god. She got me, Gabe. Hold on, Gex. We're going to save you. Oh. No, we're not. You're going to die. I am done for. <coughs> Just promise me that you will stop her evil plans. I will, Gex. I will. Gabe, it's funny. In the end, you were my siphon filter. Gex, I don't get that fucking reference. <coughs> you know it was a thing that you were in and... <coughs> no. I know what it is, but it was a chemical weapon. I'm just saying. What you said doesn't make sense. I'm not a chemical weapon. Well then, I guess I'm going to die now. Hold on, Gex. There's something I need to tell you too. Yes, my friend. Gex, you were a shitty secret agent. Blah. With that touching farewell, Gex dies in Gabe's arms. Anyhow, it's all over, Carmen San Diego. Yeah, we're not letting you open that portal to Mars. Portal to Mars? Bonk, bonk, bonk. That's right. 
Besides, since we tortured, told us how you're going to use ancient alienic technology to open a portal to Mars to unleash an army of hell demons. That's why you're taking. You're, that's why you're taking us to the lost civilization of Thule in Antarctica. What? That's not why you're here. Uh, it's not. No. Well, there's another side lesson for you, Gex. Sometimes when you torture people, put the information, they'll say whatever you want to hear to get the battery clamps off their testicles. Blech. Shit, that's right, he's dead. So wait, then why are we here? What does this president's tower have to do with any of this? Isn't it obvious? I'm going to use the ancient alien technology to shoot the tower at the White House. Come again? The ancient aliens developed a cannon capable of firing any projectile onto anywhere on the planet. If the President of America does not pay the money to release General Moreno, then we will launch his very own tower at the White House. Well, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I've seen like three nuclear missile batteries just walking around the blimp. That is a really stupid idea. Bonk bonk. And who is General Moreno? No, no doubt. doubt you mean. <laughs> <laughs> no Sorry to me. talk over you. <laughs> Stop that, Carmen. I'm trying to talk here. But who is he? I really want to know. <laughs> no doubt you mean General Juan Valdez Asado Moreno, the most brutal secret military dictator to come out of Argentina in 10 years, currently awaiting 1 million consecutive death sentences in the hog. See, si. and he's also my daddy. Oh. Oh. Okay. Bonk. All right. All right. Oh. Makes sense. Huh. Weird. <laughs> well, fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter, because if the President of America will not release him, you leave me no choice. Look outside, for we are ready to begin. And there, deep beneath the frozen ice in the lost cities of the ancient aliens, Carmen Sandiego has loaded the President's Tower into the alien cannon. I still think it's fucking stupid. Wait, Carmen, don't do this. You cannot stop me, Rystar. Even if you kill me, you would have to destroy this whole command center to stop the launch. Even for the three of you couldn't do it in time. You're the second best squad. You're losers. Well, I guess we fucked up. Come on, guys, let's go home. Bonk. Bonk-a-bonk. Uh, bonk-bonk. <laughs> no, Gabe. Bonk is right. We're not losers. We're all winners in our own right. In our own right, we're all stars. And how do you figure that? I think that's my line, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because he is a star. <laughs> because I am a star. Now, using the immense power of a red giant, Rystar expands to ten times his normal size. The radioactive power of his sunlight core destroying the essential framework of Carmen's hit, Diego's death dirigible, as well as burning Carmen to death horribly. F. You 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 k c c c c c c k k k k k k k exclamation point exclamation point exclamation Way to go, Rystar! You did it! I did! It just goes to show you, if you always remember that you are a star, that I could have stopped myself from getting molested earlier. With Carmen's evil plans defeated, the surviving members of the second best squad return home. Well, going red giant like that caused my organs to expand irregularly and shortened my lifespan dramatically. But it was worth it to stop Carmen San Diego from shooting that tower at the White House. 
You did a great job, Astar. Oh, you did. There's just one thing I want to know. What's, what is that, Mr. President? In part one... <laughs> in part one, how did you know that the Scepter Ra was hidden in Head Priestess's sarcophagus? Part one? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the end. There you go. <laughs> what a deal. <laughs> what a um, deal. <laughs> what an adventure. Michael, I feel like the very last part, there was a missed opportunity to ask for who did the music for us. Uh, <laughs> Ghost Apple. Ah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, bummer. I just have one question. In the Game Boy version <laughs> of Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> who did the music? Well, maybe for episode 300. Yeah, well... Let's hope that that's a long ways away, because it most certainly is. How long did it take us to get to this, anyway? A while, an hour. Well, no, I meant I meant episode two hundred. <laughs> Where was episode one hundred? Let's see. It was. Uh, I'm just curious. It takes. So this was 2015. So it took almost about two years. It takes about two years for us to make a hundred episodes of this shit. So, uh, <laughs> it's high quality shit. There you go, folks. Uh, two years from now, we'll have no reason. I mean, really, when you think about it, we had two years to do this, and this is what you got. So, <laughs> we started on Saturday. I, I, I thought that, I thought that uh, part two was a lot closer to the Carmen San Diego episode until all the brutality happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I like the, you know, Jared's explicit brutality or Michael's implied brutality more. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, yeah. it's interesting. There are, there are definitely like some parallels here that I didn't <laughs> expect. Like I like that we both knew the Noid would have a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Without even discussing it, we're like, well, of course the Noid has a knife. It's definitely his preference. Um, does look like a, like a guy who will have a knife. He also, I, I mean, I didn't intend to make him homoerotic, but he was a little bit. Like he got real like up close and personal and was like whispering in people's ears. <laughs> Little did I know. Yeah, the, 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 Michael, run with it. I definitely want to avoid the noise from now on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, that's we, right. Seriously, as we should. Um, but well, well uh, done, everybody. I also like that we both wrote Bonk basically as the exact same character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is surprisingly um, consistent. We we I, just knew. Yeah, we just knew. We knew that that would be Bonk, and uh, to... <laughs> well, except for the so, part so, where did, like. <laughs> You know, Michael's bog was a murderous maniac, apparently. Well, that's just... Did, just... Did, 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 <laughs> I need to ask, aside from Bog being a murderous maniac, I need to ask, did, did, like, both of you know Bubsy died, or is that only a storyline in Jarrett's? No, I I don't think we... We wrote Bubsy on the paper as a potential character, and then we crossed him out. We decided not to do Bubsy. Uh, but it felt right to have, I, I knew that, I knew that I, we agreed beforehand that Gabe and Gex would not get along, <laughs> but that was it. That was, we didn't talk about why they wouldn't get along or 
Interesting. We also we also both agreed that Gex would die in the course of the story, but we didn't decide who was going to have him die in which half. <laughs> it's a good thing that Jared held off then. Uh, well, that's why I wrote his introduction back. as though he might have come back from the dead. Yeah, it took all of my oh, re- it, took, it. it took all of my restraint not to kill Gex. <laughs> Um, but that and was some in the face, which is still pretty. <laughs> and, and same with same with the Noid, who uh, you know I knew wasn't going to stay blind. <laughs> 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 oh, whatever, it's all good. Um, this is going to come like a hundred percent out of left field. But before we wrap up, I want to know, Trevor, mm-hmm. how's Kingdom Come? <laughs> um. Well, it's good. I mean, I'll, I'll play some more before next week so I can uh, talk about it some more. I've probably put like, I don't know, like 15 hours into it. I mean, it's, I mean, the best analogies, it's like Skyrim, but like uh, no magical stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's actually what's kind of interesting to me about it. And you, you, had, yeah. you had just mentioned when I asked you if you, if you were, were free tonight, you had just mentioned that you played it. And I didn't think, I don't think any of us have discussed it. I don't think anybody here had a plan to play it, but I've actually been kind of reading about it, and I was I was a little intrigued by it. And I so, think we've all been following it because like, Lucy has been following it pretty closely, and I've been following. Yeah. It. Have, have you guys? I'm for, maybe I've just yeah. Yeah, we, maybe I've just are. missed our discussion about it. I I, I just it uh, seems like something that most of you guys would like, just because it's like pretty heavy RPG, pretty heavy story, and the RPGs you you get to choose everything you want. Um, like on your character and stuff and it is like Skyrim where like you have to ride a horse to get better at horseback riding you have to shoot you know your arrows to get better at archery you have to you know do all this stuff it's uh what's that I kind of missed that actually yeah yeah it's it's, it, it's nice and uh, it's a it's that? a it's a flashback to like uh Ultima's leveling up system which to this day yeah. is, is yeah. one of my favorite uh systems I always like the kind of like the, the leveling up the progression as you kind of do the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know it, the progression. It, it's. What well, did you nice. get it on, Trevor? It's also. I have it on PC. Because I heard that there were some like performance issues. Did you run into that at all? No, uh, uh-uh. I haven't. Um, like I have to turn down the graphics, but to get like a decent frame rate, you know, like fifty, sixty, but. Um, I don't know. My graphics card isn't that good right now. I'm waiting until all the miners stop buying up you know, all the graphics you know, cards so I can upgrade. You know what's funny? Yeah, I, I, you know what's funny? I've heard that people with like the, the slightly less good graphics cards are actually having an easier time with that game. It's such a weird thing. Um, huh. Like I hear people with like the GTX 1080 and above and all that kind of stuff are like comparable. Are yeah. just having a hard time with it and like kind of worse your graphics card is the better the game performed that's what i've heard that's yeah well i mean i haven't had any problems so maybe it's true i don't know i i haven't it hasn't like had any problems for me it it runs fine keep in mind that the people who have like 10 you know 1080 ti's probably are trying to like run it on 4k yeah with 124 fps that that is a consideration going forward as we slip into like 4k gaming and stuff like that is people who have higher spec machines are actually going to start reporting worse performance because they're yeah, because crazy. they're playing the game at like insane resolutions, whereas right. I'll play the game at sixteen eighty by ten fifty and be fine with it. Um, and, yeah. and this is actually I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a crazy person here, but I want to vacillate just a tiny bit back the other direction and just make a quick comment, which is Trevor. I like that you you didn't have time to develop the character, but I like that you thought that scientist would be Asian. <laughs> Thank <Yes>. you. <laughs> that was great. 
was a it's a compliment to the race. Uh, and... Oh, I, I I I just I just have to say, like like I really appreciated that pizza in New York scene. <laughs> I wasn't. I was worried that uh, encountering it the first time, Doug wouldn't like read it properly. Uh, but I think Doug picked it up. Yeah, he got he got it. He, he got every single one that I that I wanted in there, uh, inclu- every- <laughs> including you having to leave to participate in the pirate game beta. <laughs> My initial wow. thought before I had read it was just to do it very deadpan, but there was so much text there that it wouldn't. It, I had to switch it up. <laughs> Yeah, no, and you, you, without knowing that it was going to be a stereotypical New Yorker uh, lampoon, <laughs> you still knew to just slip into it regardless. Uh, so yeah, that was so pretty good. Well done, bravo. Uh, I'm going to spend some extra time on this one and doctor it up real pretty and get some sound effects and some dramatic music and uh, <laughs> nice. See what. Uh, see what stuff we can put in there um but but great job, everybody. I definitely, I want, you, I'd, I'd love to hear more uh, about. Yeah, I will. Come. Yeah, next week I'll I'll definitely and, you know I'll, uh, I'll be playing it a lot this week. So we, we've got a backlog of games. So if you're if you're the type who for some reason likes hearing us talk about that shit, then never fear because we'll there's there's plenty of for us to talk about uh, across the board. I think there's a lot that's been coming out. And um, another quick aside because someone mentioned it in the pre-show is any did anybody actually pick up Shadow of the Colossus or is that are we just nobody's bothering? Nope. Uh, and then uh, Bayonetta 2 came out on the Switch as well, uh, and apparently sold worse than the Wii U release, which is kind of sad. Oh, wow. A little That's bit really of, sad. A little bit of a bummer, because Bayonetta 2 is a, a really good game, actually. Uh, I didn't even know it was out, so that's bad. Yeah, that, and that's I'm, bad. I'm actually, sure that's so, a component, so, too. So next week, so tomorrow, well, I don't know. I, don't, I guess we still have like an anti-early access rule. Um, cause I know Abandoned Ship drops tomorrow. I want to double check on like what the status of sea of thieves is on if people when people can talk about that game because <laughs> I, I don't know i would like to mention it and then i also played crossing souls i want to talk about crossing souls a little bit yeah so we got a lot of shit uh, my, uh that we're gonna my, my, my throat is so raw from that game i you know <laughs> again uh guys uh, cheers to you uh if nobody else appreciates this i think that we all fully committed there uh <laughs> It it really it really had everything. So uh, so I really believed in it. I, I uh, this is well done. You... I'm gonna. I like I to write the script. Feel. It was a, it was a it was a pleasure. Uh, a confusing and strange <laughs> uh, pleasure. Um, I like I like the concept. It it, it, it was it was funny. Uh, it it was funny like collaborating, but not actually collaborating at all. <laughs> Uh, there's there's something about that that I find amusing. So maybe maybe this is something we can do again sometime in a in a similar way. Right next week when we do episode two, right? Yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. Uh, part two, episode two, part, part two, episode two, part two. Yep, that's the shit. All right, nice. well, cool. I'm uh, I'm gonna get started on this. So uh, hey guys, thank you so much for listening uh, to our show today, and thank you for listening all this time. And uh, if you missed our big 100th episode back in 2015, and uh, I think you should go give that a listen too, because uh, it's it's got some other classic material. So, uh, but if you're not already, go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at the Enemy Slime on both of those services. And until next week, I do believe we are out.